in a world that has more than enough information and noise. Is it even possible to truly anchor ourselves and have peace in a scattered world? Hi, this is Pamela and Mary, and we are a mother-daughter team who span two generations but share one message. We will delve into what it looks like to be fully integrated, body, soul, and spirit, and will bring encouragement and hope all along the way. We get it. Life is hard. And let's be real. Hard doesn't even begin to describe it on some days. But we want you to know that you're not alone. And not only that, we are here to come alongside you and cheer you on as you walk out your individual storyline. So join us as we journey together and laugh, cry, and everything in between. Welcome to the More Than Enough podcast. Hey guys, welcome back to the More Than Enough podcast. Hey, Ma. Hey, Mary. (laughs) (laughs) Let's keep this. Let's keep this. Yes, perfect. Side note, Annabella was saying, I want grandma to come for Thanksgiving. And I was like, well, have you texted her? You should text her that. (laughs) (laughs) You send me the kids. Yes. So, you know, they'll get to me. Yeah. Everybody out there listening, if you want your parents to do something, just tell your teenage children to text them because I'm like, do you ever text grandma? She's like, well, no, but I don't really text anybody. So yeah, if she got a text from you, it would mean a lot. So anyways, yes. Yes. Ganging the the teens on me will always get to me every time, but little mercy. Oh my gosh. All she has to use is that little voice and I'm pretty much messed up. Yes. Yes. Tell them I would love to. I know. I'm trying to figure it out. No, it's so hard with people jumping in. We don't live close to each other. We're mother-daughter, but we don't live near each other. I live in Kansas City, and she lives in North Carolina. So anyways, very sad. I, I always say we have all of eternity to hang out together. So even if we don't yes, get it me on this too. side of heaven, we still have all of yes. eternity. Which is pretty amazing to me. It is. So yeah, it is. Yes, this is a very short time. So we are continuing on our series in November with hearts overflowing and we're just talking about a heart of thankfulness and what that looks like in our response to who god is and what god's created and what god's done in our life and the response of our hearts and how do we posture our hearts with a heart that's overflowing yeah and i love how last week we were talking about when god does the impossible the impossible could be i know a lady i didn't say this last time but she had a lot of children and life was very difficult homeschooling mom this was years ago and they did not have a roll of toilet paper left and she didn't have she her account i think was negative they had to have toilet paper they had no toilet paper and somebody knocked on the door a friend or somebody from their her community or something who said hey, this is wild, but you have a big family. And somebody just dropped off a case of toilet paper. We can never use this much. And we just wanted to know, could you take some of this? Of course, she fell to her knees, basically, Mm -hmm. as soon as that lady left and said, God, you saw me, you heard me. So it can take the form of anything. But we hope you're enjoying thinking about and inviting God into these places of gratitude when he does something that's profound. Today, we're talking about um, a kind of a different thing in terms of the way I'm going to try to explain it is when God comes in and does something to us personal that is so big, the automatic response, of course, it's not too difficult to have such gratitude in the moment. But we talked last week about how it's easy, though, to forget right? and walk away and forget. So we talked about the importance of remembrance. Today, we're talking about something that's kind of outside of us. We're beholding it 
And it isn't really something that's happening to us except to our hearts. And that's this idea when God, and the term we're using today is when he takes your breath away. Yeah. When he takes your breath away, I can testify a thousand percent that if you're not even aware that this is one of the ways he wants to deeply move you and you're not present in your life, and your circumstances on the things that surround you, you could definitely go nearly a lifetime yeah. without really leaning in to, I've become a little hippy-dippy in this area. Not <laughs> yes. against any hippies out there. I certainly know a lot of them, and a lot of them are my friends. But I would say that these moments where God wants and desires to wow you with his creation his nature, his power, his beauty. There's a song by Corey Asbury. I think it's called Sparrows. Oh my gosh. Our new client who joined us, again, we have two men with IDD that are adults. That means they have intellectual disabilities. My gosh, we introduced him to this guy in just two weeks. He can sing every lyric of that song and he wants to hear it over and over again. And the point of that song is how God takes care of all of us, even the birds. But he sings about how I can't get past your kindness. I can't get past your goodness. And our new second client just sings it so heartfelt. I can't get past your kindness. He's able to really understand a lot of things. And I've talked to him about that song and it just takes on a whole new format. If it was legal, I would film him, but that would not protect his rights. But (laughs) I would if I could. But I would say that this idea... I'm sure you've all tasted of this, where it might not even be the stars that take our breath away or an amazing painting or a field of flowers or your baby's face where there's beauty that's interweaved into the entire universe to a cell through a microscope. But I think this idea he can take our breath away Just when we think about his kindness and his goodness towards us, that can break my heart faster than anything else in a way that's just full of a kind of response. So we talked before about this idea of it's a natural response when God does something amazing in our lives. And our response is utter, uncontrollable thankfulness. And I think in this What our natural response before a holy God is this beauty. It draws us into this place of adoration. Yeah. We want to just talk about that a little bit. How is that different? And is this not another piece God has given us to be able to enter into? I think about the the, those creatures around the throne that are just adoring God night and day. Yes. And they just fall before him. And their adoration is going to be a subject we talk about next week, which is about the holiness of God. Yeah. So many beautiful things that we can drink in about God. And it reminds me of the verse that both of us love. Whatever is true, whatever is good, whatever is lovely, whatever is pure, think on these things. And it's because those attributes are who God is. And so when we are watching, when we're looking at, when we're listening to a story about any of these things... And our heart posture is in a place to want to receive that. I mean, we're just automatically going to be just like soaking that up like a little flower, right? Letting that just soak into our soil. Mom, do you remember the show Boy Meets World? 
I know it, but I didn't watch it hardly ever. It was when I could get things done because you guys were watching. That's true. That's true when we were little. Uh, Yes. Yes. I grew up watching it. And then my girls watch Girl Meets World, which probably a lot of people on here don't know what that is. It was just a show on Disney. And basically it's Boy Meets World. But now that boy, Corey, is all grown up and he's on the show and it's his daughter. But the whole premise of Boy Meets World was the principal on the show was the neighbor, and he always had some sort of lesson every day. Like, no matter what they were going through, each day there was a lesson, okay? And the new generation of that show, Girl Meets World, now Corey, who's who's now the dad, he's a teacher for his daughter and his daughter's friends. And he's the one who every day, no matter what they're going through in their little life and drama, they have a lesson. You know, it ties it back around. Oh, man. Maybe I should go back and watch both of those. Those sound like little inspiring things. Yeah. Yes. So my daughters love Girl Meets World, the Disney show version, the most recent one. And uh, Mercy, the other day, we were rewatching it again. And she was like, Mom, you are just like him. And I was like, what do you mean? What part? She's like, no matter what we see and no matter what's going on around us, if we see like a flower or if we watch a movie or anything, you're always like, you know what, guys, that kind of reminds me of this situation. (laughs) And I'm like, well, is that a bad thing? Is that annoying? And she's like, no, I'm just, it just is. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to take that as a compliment. I think that's a great thing. But I was laughing about that because I'm like, well, there's worse things to be than to every situation that you're in to be like, how am I affected by this? How does that pertain to my life? When I think of this whole topic of just being filled, overflowing with gratitude at the beauty and the purity and the sweetness and the love all around us, I see it Mm. as an opportunity to glean. You have the opportunity every day to glean like a I know I keep talking about a picture of a plant. I do love plants, but like this plant (laughs) with those little roots. And every day you have the opportunity to soak up water and to soak up nutrients. Mm. You have that opportunity or you can pass it by. And so we are just continually all day long given the opportunity, whether it's a story, whether it's a movie that I just watched, that's, there's all sorts of things that I'm like, oh my gosh, that reminds me of this and how this is happening in this situation or how God does this in our hearts. And it moves me to be in wonder. It moves my heart. This happened yesterday. I told Annabella, my daughter, let's go for a walk outside. We went to the park and we went off the beaten path. And I was, I told her, I said, let's just stop right here. And do you see how the sun's just peeking through the trees? And I said, let's just stop right here and just turn our face towards the sunshine and just let it, let us just feel the warmth of it. And then some people listening to that might be like, yeah, I'm never going to do that. That does not sound enjoyable to me. And that's weird. Okay. So what I'm saying for you is it doesn't always have to look like that. Mm. For me and Annabelle yesterday, I thought that was super life-giving and our moment to pause. But what we're saying is it comes in all sorts of opportunities, all sorts of opportunities. Like you said, a song, music is so powerful, is so powerful, Yes, so powerful. And so are we, right, turning on our favorite worship song and then just letting it marinate within Mm. us, letting us Mm. really glean each one of those lyrics, not just listening to it in passing, but truly letting us glean from it. When we see a sweet moment, I was at Target the other day and I see just a mom with her two kids and she's being so tender with them and one is totally mm. you know being a three-year-old and you just wanted to like throw him <laughs> and this mom was just being so patient and so kind and anyway as I was watching it I was just like 
you're doing awesome. Just said like a little whatever. And she's like, thanks. Oh my gosh. You know, crazy. And just that little interaction. But then afterwards, I just was like, oh, Lord, bless her. And just said like a 10 second prayer. And then Mm. just was like, oh, Lord, that just so moved my heart that it it gave me like hope hope for humanity. (laughs) But it's just that pausing. Are we willing to glean from all these things all throughout the day and then fix our eyes back on the Lord and say, Lord, what am I feeling right now? Am I feeling inspired? Let me take that back to you. Am I feeling beauty? Let me be filled with thankfulness. Am I feeling just joy as I watch this conversation unfold or watch this thing happen? Yes, yes. As you were saying that, I kind of saw this other side of this coin of our breath being taken away because I feel like in the last, I don't know, four to six weeks, maybe longer, there's been so many things that have come up that are really challenging my emotions. And some days I don't have capacity to look at it or give it thought. But some days I do and I just stay in it for a moment. And I'm realizing that in those moments, the things that I'm seeing about Some of these situations, some of them are large on a world scale. Some of them are a little bit smaller on a scale. But I would say that my breath and some of these have been taken away. It takes my breath away at the the pain and the suffering. And, And this is just hitting me right now. It's dawning on me when you're talking about like seeing these children interact with their mom. You're looking into the face of something that's so beautiful and inspiring and moved you to actually even pray for this total stranger. That's beautiful, isn't it? I mean, that's so beautiful. And God gives you that opportunity. And when I'm thinking about hard things, when I pause and I, I ask God to help me and hold my heart as I'm either reading this or learning about this and thinking about it, I think our breath can be taken away when we realize that God can give us a capacity in that moment for something terrible that's happening to have compassion. Yeah. Isn't that something that's extremely beautiful in the eyes and the heart of God? I think we can gaze on all of the things that are lovely and beautiful. And sometimes what's lovely and beautiful is us taking our hearts and, and our vulnerability and pausing to think on somebody else outside of ourselves that is suffering and let that awareness move us to compassion to intercede. No, that's so good. I I was reading an article this morning. It was just talking about just extreme horror and troubles in in a part of Africa where they've been so upended by flooding. And it's just, it's beyond anything you can really imagine. But at the end of the day, many people have very little access to any food and they have to walk hours every day to go out into the fields of water Many of them are living with water around them because it can't dry out. And this has been going on for two years. And it's just this whole story of these women who walk out into these waters. And many have died from the snakes in these waters and all sorts of things. But they have found these water lilies. And these water lilies, it's not the flowers or the petals, but they have to uproot them out of these shallow waters. And the actual bulb contains these seeds And they have to lug them in these bags that they can't even carry. They're so heavy. But they have to just stay in the water and kind of let the bags of heaviness follow them. This is like a two to three hour process. Then they have to come home and beat all the seeds out of the bulb and mash them. 
and dry them out in the sun and then make something to eat out of this. And it's causing all kinds of disruption to their bodies, their stomachs, the children, because this is not considered something humans should eat. But this group that I was reading about has been doing this for two years. Because there's literally not any other food. Nothing. None. None. Everything has been covered in water from this flooding. It's not drying right. out. Okay. And it continues. More rains come because of all kinds of climate right. changes that are very dramatic. And some of the parts of the world just can't recover until the next one hits them right. again and again. It was so hopeless. And it rose so many things in me. But at the end of the day, I have no control and it forced me to just have to say, oh, God, I ask you to remind yeah. me to be more grateful for all that I have and to steward. And I, I just started thinking of ways I waste money and all of it was just very compelling yes. to me. But this is beautiful when I stop in my busy Western world and I sit on this long article to say, God, teach me, show me my lack yes. of gratitude, show me my being a poor steward in all these ways. I wasn't planning on sharing that article I read this morning. But in all these ways, I think that God is always giving yes. us opportunity. Yes. Whether it's the things that we see as obviously are lovely and beautiful all around us in all ways, in all streams of all the arts, of all the music, of creation, of science, even all these ways we can all be moved. But the backside of that is if we enter in with our heart being given to God to look at some of the hard things, we can grow in our compassion or we will turn away and our hearts will get more yeah. cold and we'll become more judgmental and we can become even more cynical and hopeless ourselves. Yeah. This is another way that God, we talked about last week, God is intervening into the whole entire earth to provide these ongoing things around us and our hearts can respond in a way that's beautiful and what God intended, or they can turn away. So that's just kind of amazing that even in these small ways, this is just another piece that God gives us. So we said last week, he gives us these big things that are amazing. And we just need to remember them, whether we write it down in a journal right. or however we're doing that. And today we're talking about let's be present. Let's drink in like that little yes. plant taking in the water and the nutrients. Yes, I'm listening again to the audiobook of 1000 Gifts and Gosh. so good. I know like a lot of people, I tried to read it back in the day and then I was like clearly she's like 10 million times more creative than <laughs> I know. Me, like in another <laughs> yes, universe realm. But even as I listen to it now I'm still like, oh my gosh, wow, that's super detailed as far as the things you would name to be thankful for. And like, oh, okay, really? Are you thankful for the running water on your fingernail or something? But then it was like what you said, like that being present. Mm. Like, well, mm. if you didn't have that running water, if you weren't able to wash your hands and you had sticky stuff all over your hands and you couldn't wash it off. I'm thinking of when I was babysitting my niece and anytime her hands get sticky, she, I mean, just like loses her mind. And I'm like... <laughs> Just take a breath. We're getting a wipe. Just take a moment. And she's like, but my hands, you know. <laughs> and again, small, silly, right? But I'm like, are we being intentional mm. to be present mm. in that moment to say, no, no, that actually is something to be thankful for. Yes, yes. And it does take such intentionality, so much intentionality. But there are opportunities all throughout the day, 
not just acknowledging things that we already have to be thankful for, but real opportunities that pop up just all the time, all throughout the day. Like that article that popped up, you could have just read it and been like, oh, wow, that's intense. And then just kept going on. Or we have the opportunity to pause and to say, Lord, what are you saying in this? Show me how to pray. Am I being moved to intercede? Am I being moved to be filled with thankfulness and gratefulness? It depends on the opportunity. Back to the little plant gleaning the nutrients. It's like, oh, am I needing this nutrient or this nutrient? If we're only reading super heavy, intense things, I'm sure a lot of us have been doing that with news and different things. It's like if I'm only just sitting in heaviness constantly, I just imagine that little plant who's only getting one nutrient and it's not getting any of the others. And you're just wondering why it's dying. It's like, well, yeah, it has this certain thing, but it's super, super deficient in these other nutrients. Yeah, I think it's so important that we are being present being mindful, pausing in the moments, seeing these things as true opportunities. Let's not be so quick to just pass something by. Whatever it is, it's really acknowledging. How did that affect us? And let's sit on that. I love how you said things can take our breath away in both ways because things are going to affect us. Are they going to take our breath away? Like, oh, that was so precious or that was so sweet or that made me feel like joy. Or is it going to take our breath away of like, ooh, that was intense. Or, oh, I'm feeling this. So either way, our breath is taken away a lot throughout the day in small, small ways or in bigger ways. And it's like, Lord, how are we responding? Are we turning our eyes back to him? Yes, absolutely. It's like a million seeds are being scattered throughout the day. Yeah. And that God is allowing them all in our life, what we would call the bad and the good, But in these ways, he's tenderizing our hearts to grow in compassion for the things that are hard, to come to him with them, to take our anxiety to him. If we've taken in something that's hard for us, these are all opportunities for us to change the way we're living. Right. Because there are now multiple of these opportunities every day. And I guess... I want to add to that, that because I've already shared my story about how God sort of romanced me in a way that awakened me to beauty when it wasn't in my grid. It's like I had never seen it before on on a major scale. But I think now that that's been several years ago, it has changed my entire lens Yeah. So what happens is because we have multitude of opportunity where these big things aren't happening as often, like we talked about last week. So we have to remember them. But in the thing we're talking about today, I guarantee you that if you begin to look for. Yes. And be present in this, what's going to happen is because if you're so motivated because you begin to see the value in beauty all around you. You know what? It won't be like something weird. Right. It will become something that becomes a part of your life. And what happens after that, again, jumping into a little bit of brain science, our brain can literally have whole new neural pathways to the way to see the world, to the way to see our creator, the way to see our past that we're having trouble with or spouse or children. It really rewires and resets us in ways that we just aren't wise enough to realize that God gives up to us every day on a silver platter. He's saying, come and eat of this fruit and 
I will even physically begin to change how you think and how you see things and the level of gratitude and thanksgiving and compassion that I can work in you. I find that amazing. As always, God always amazes me. I want to close. We talked about art and music, and I'm still sad that we can't add music to our podcast because it is a primary pump to me that the Lord brings Yes, uh, from worship leaders and the, the thoughts behind the words and the lyrics. And so, yeah, I would tag uh, a song to every, every podcast probably. But there is a song and it's called You Must Be an Artist. And mm-hmm. I just want to give a shout out to that song. You Must Be an Artist by Laura Hackett and you must listen to it. Yes. is what it's such a beautiful and inspiring song to talk about how beautiful God is as the artist of creation. And so I'm going to leave you with that today. You go look it up on Spotify or whatever music app you have and just sit on that and be inspired to just see God in a new way and to be more present this week in the beautiful things that surround you. We love you and we bless you. Thanks for joining us. Thank you so much again for tuning in to the More Than Enough podcast. We are still busy behind the scenes setting up our website, but for now, if you would like to stay up to date or follow along, you can follow us on Instagram at Girls. That's A-M-E-S-G-I-R-L-S. We know that because we're a newer podcast, one of the best ways for people to find us is through reviews. So if you would take just a few minutes and write us a review on Apple Podcasts, we would be so grateful. Thank you so much again for joining us, and we look forward to chatting it up again with you next week. Have a lovely week.